Uh, Happy New Year. Let's set a resolution to only use the Bible in context this week on Dropping Sunday. (laughs) Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we are so excited that you're here. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we need to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? Oh, it's so fantastic. It's a Uh, new year. 2021 is over. Done. 2022, I am believing for great things. It's got to be better than last year. Hey, it's got to be. Got to be. Got to be. Um, you know what? Uh, you know what I did this past week? Um, what on did, what December thirtieth. Uh, you know, I've been I've been running. We've talked about it a little yes. bit here and there on, mm-hmm. on the pod. I calculated all my miles for the year. Oh which, my gosh! Um, I had changed apps halfway through the year, so like there there's some questions, but I so I, I figured it all out. And on the thirtieth, I had run. Uh, I had run five hundred ninety three point four miles. My goodness! Now I'm a three. Does that work? Does that number get, work for me? Absolutely not. What What do I got to do? You got to at least get to six hundred. Got to get to six hundred. So on the thirty first, I got up and I did six point six miles to get to six hundred miles, and that's too many sixes in one sentence. And that's a lot of sixes. So- <laughs> So, uh, so that, that happened, um, this week, uh, at the week that this comes out, the family, we're all going to get in a car and we're going to drive to Orlando, um, yeah. because, uh, flights are crazy and we couldn't risk it. So we're, yeah. uh, we're going to drive to Orlando. We're going to do the big thing and, and go from there. And, uh, and also I started like setting some goals for myself for, for 2022. I wanted Gosh, to Gosh, you are such a three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, I'm word. I, I wanted to put some of them out there just because that way I can have, you know, parishioners holding me accountable for things. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a couple of things. One is that, uh, I'm going to date my wife more. Okay. Okay. Um, that I've got, I've got some goals, some specific, uh, measurables, not just like, I'm going to do this more. I've got measurables of things that I'm going to do. <laughs> um, I'm going to, uh, we're going to have dinner with our extended family more. Like okay. get together with with in laws and those types of things, um, and and take care of that. And then um, this year, I'm going to run four races. Um, okay, I'm gonna well four long races. So I'm gonna do the marathon. I'm gonna do two, uh, three half marathons, and gotcha. all four races are going to be in different states. That's okay. my that's the goal. And uh, and then overall, I want to run 750 miles next year. Yeah, I think those are all doable, right? Those, no, none of them are doable. <laughs> are you kidding? What? Well, dating my wife, that's doable. The rest of them that are going to be doable. really challenging. <laughs> when did you start running uh, this time? Did January, you start running at the beginning? Yeah, January 28th. Yeah, it was my, oh, was okay. my first run. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, you're going to have a foot up on your on yourself anyway. Yeah, we hope so. Because you're going to be running a... Well, you'll be running a marathon first month of January. Yeah, yeah, first yeah. month so, of yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have so. a little bit of a jump start in the first in the first yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Have you set any uh, any New Year's resolutions this year or, or goals for yourself? Gosh, I don't even think about those until like middle of January. 
<laughs> well, because you know, by the middle of January, everybody else has given up on theirs. Exactly. So th- this is the time to actually lean in if you're going to make a change. This is the time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I will say, I want to be more active. Um, so back in the summer, I um, dog sat from, uh, for my friends, Felix and Jacqueline. Okay. Their dog, Oliver. And the truth is, uh, first of all, I decided he was my dog and they yeah. stole him back from me. Um, but also I was like, because I had to take him on walks and everything multiple times a day, you know, yeah. every, every morning and every afternoon when I got home from work and then every night before I went to bed, um, I was really active that like just that one week yeah. more active than I usually am. And, uh, I thought that I felt really good. I felt really good that week. Now, obviously we're six months later and, I haven't been doing a whole lot for those last six months, but 2022 so is the year. So what I'm hearing is that this year you're going to get a dog. Well, I would like to, with my work schedule, it feels really hard. Yeah. Um, Because it's just me. So like if yeah. I get stuck at work, the poor dog is, there's stuck. no one, there's no yeah. one else that can come and, and yeah. let him out or whatever. So um, yes, I would love to get one. I'm not going to hold my breath for a while on that it it could be a little bit longer but um i just am i am motivated to be more active okay this, this year so i'm go. not gonna run i don't i have no desire no, to run no it's a terrible i don't want to do idea. marathons listen i am in i'm in pain most of the time like <laughs> i've got like, i've got my I, life i've got a, i've got a <laughs> knee that's killing me i've got plantar fasciitis in both feet my back is always sore like the only thing that keeps me going is when someone goes, "Hey, you look good," because I'm that vain, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. We all we all have our motivators. Yeah. there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's my only motivator. I'm a terrible human being, <laughs> um, but I also set some spiritual goals for myself this uh, this yeah. year. Those are between me and my Lord and Savior. But one of them that I'm putting out is uh, I'm going to do my better, my my best to be better about not mm-hmm. taking scriptures out of context. Um, we've talked about this once yeah. before, but. Uh, we do this a lot in, in in church life, don't we? Absolutely. I think this is a goal that uh, uh, most people, most Christians should have <laughs> to stop taking verses out of context and to use them appropriately to understand that when you're reading the Bible, you're reading it in the context of more than just one verse because, hey, guess what? There weren't verses when the Bible was written. That's right. There weren't chapters. There weren't... Uh, uh, sometimes there weren't even sentences, but also not taking it out of context, but also thinking of, of it in a, in a bigger picture, culturally, socially, what was happening uh, in the world when this was being written and how do we translate that to fit 2022? It may look a little different. It may sound a little different. It may not be the way that you want it to be. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. All right. So what are some verses that people take out of context? Last time we talked about things like Jeremiah 29, 11, which is a good verse, but it absolutely, but, but people claim it for themselves when maybe they don't understand the full context of it. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, judge not lest you be judged. You can't mm-hmm. judge me. Only God can judge me. And people kind of misquote a little bit. Oh, you know what we should right. do? We should what? do an entire episode on things that are not in the Bible, but people say them like they are. <laughs> Uh, we absolutely should because my parents gave me a couple of those today, actually. Ooh, okay. But I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna save them for for another episode because they're so good that I'm afraid if I said them now we would just go off on this tangent. And okay, so let's save it. 
Let, let's get some other let, let's get some other ones then. So what are some some actual Bible verses that people misquote or misuse? So I have I have a couple here. Uh, one is kind of along the same vein as Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Okay. Okay. So this is a verse out of Habakkuk. Uh, chapter one, verse five, and let me, just tell me if you've heard this verse before, or okay. when I read it, tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. So the verse says, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. That is, uh, that is something that I could see modern day believers being like, mm-hmm. Oh, God's got something big planned for me that I can't even, yeah. I, I can't even think about. I can't even, can't even and imagine. they probably, they probably lump that in wrongly with, uh, I'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that someone can think or imagine, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. That whole thing. Or, or maybe, uh, claiming it for uh, like a revival, you know, Ooh, saying, yeah. saying this is going to be, God's going to pour a spirit out, which by the way, there are verses where God talks, uh, the prophet talks about God pouring his spirit out yeah. on his sons and daughters. Those those are verses. That's not what this verse is talking about. What is this one talking about? This one is when God sent the prophet Habakkuk to pronounce judgment on Judah for turning away from God. Yeah. So uh, the the thing that, that's going to happen that you wouldn't believe and you're going to be utterly amazed, it just, it, it's judgment, guys. It's judgment. Yeah. The amazing thing, the amazing thing is how much it's going to suck. Yeah, the amazing thing is that God plan that God planned was to send the brutal nation of Babylon to conquer his people and carry them into captivity. Yeah. Okay. As Wow. So let let's not let's, let's not start misuse. off strong, guys. Yeah, we're starting <laughs> off real strong. Uh, some people are claiming uh, revival for their lives in 2022. Don't use this verse to do that. <laughs> That's not what this verse means. It's like all of the people who like prayed the prayer of Jabez over themselves, forgetting that the word Jabez means pain. Like you're inviting pain. Yes. Like all all of that stuff happened after he lived a life of pain. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, absolutely. That's another one. It's a good one. Prayer of Jabez. Good one, guys. All right. Uh, We, uh, when Julie and I were in college, we were in a traveling choir ministry together. We would go around to different churches and we walked into one church one time and it said on the wall, this is a Jabez church. And I was like, Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. This, this, this service is going to (laughs) hurt. This service is going to hurt bad. (laughs) These people are painful. Yeah. Painful people. All right. We got anything else? What, what, give me another one. All right, so here's here's another one I have. This is from uh, the book of Revelation. Ooh, okay. All right, Revelation uh, three verse twenty. Do you know what this verse is? No clue. Off the top of your head? No. Uh, you you will when I start reading it. So okay. here here's the verse. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone yeah. hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Now. Yeah. How often, what, what, what do you usually hear this verse in reference to? Um, like salvation. Uh-huh. Like Jesus, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get in. I, I want to I save you. All you got to do is open up your heart. Right, exactly. That's, we often picture uh, Jesus as standing outside uh, someone's house or their yeah. heart and yeah. knocking and asking to come in. Can, can um, I come and, in? Yeah, can we, I come we, in? So yeah. we think this is addressed to unbel- the unbeliever. By the way, only Arminians 
think think that way. Calvinists know that Jesus comes in and kicks the door in like an MMA fighter and says, I'm in this place whether you want me to be or not. Absolutely. It was it was ordained. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so the problem is this verse is not addressed to the unbeliever. Uh it's addressed to Christians. That's right. More specifically, it's addressed to the church. Yes. Or a church, I should say. Uh, when we look at what is happening at the in the rest of Revelation chapter three, uh, it's really about how we as believers become lukewarm, yeah, and feel that we are self sufficient, and in doing that, we tend to push Jesus out a little bit and s- kind of leave him standing on the outside of the door. Yeah, it's legit. Hey, your church is really cool. Where's Jesus? He's outside. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I had a buddy at work say, uh, <laughs> "You need to." I was telling him about this road trip we're taking to, to Orlando. And he goes, dude, you need a bumper sticker that says, Jesus is my co-pilot. <laughs> I, said, I said, I've seen another bumper sticker that says, if Jesus is your co-pilot, you're in the wrong seat. And um, that's, a, that's also really strong. He goes, ooh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> he said, instead, why don't you get a bumper sticker that says, how's my driving? And then put somebody's phone number on there you don't like. <laughs> that's probably better. And then drive however you want. I like you know, it. I I heard uh, my my dad say one time he was he was praying he was in a in a service and he was praying about kind of that that same uh, along those same lines and saying you know Lord you are you are uh, first chair um, violin you are the concert master of my life blah 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 just just really feeling like he was he was being super spiritual yeah and he heard God say uh, if I'm not the conductor I'm not anything. Come on. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's very yeah. true. It's very true. All right. Um, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna misread one and you tell me what you think, okay? Okay, yeah, tell me. Where there is no vision, the people perish. You know, I have heard that verse so many times. Uh-huh. Usually around a building fund. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Usually when a church is, is ready to expand. Yes. In some way or another. Yeah. Uh, that's typically what, right? Where there's no vision, yeah. people perish. Listen, if you want the church to die, don't have a vision. If don't you, don't if, think beyond this moment. That's right. That's right. And by the way, there's truth to that. Again, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the concept. The concept. No. The, the, what's wrong is that you're using the scripture incorrectly, because what the what the wording actually is is. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. Ooh, that's, that's what it, slightly different. It, it is. It is different. It's not where there is a vision of the pa- where there is a vision of the pastor, the church won't die. That's not what that means. What it means is, unless God is constantly giving revelation, people get bored and they do whatever they want. Yeah, but revelation from God holds people accountable. Like that's that's actually what it means. Blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. So it's unless you're getting constant revelation and constant constant instruction, what you're going to do is that you're going to be kind of all over the place. You're, yeah. All right. What about uh, train up a child? Finish that one. Uh, train up a child in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they shall not depart from it. Okay, that's right. So here's here's what people often misquote with this one, right? Uh-huh. By the way, this might be a word of hope to somebody. I don't know. Because, <laughs> because, because, yeah. 
it doesn't say train up a child in the way that he should go. And as he grows old, mm-hmm. he won't depart from it. It says when he is old, mm-hmm. which means there's probably going to be a season where he does depart from it. Kids typically cast away their uh-huh. parents, you know, thoughts and theologies and those types of things. But if you raise them right in the first place, when they get old, they come back to that. Yes. Um, we pray for our kids pretty regularly, not that they would be moral atheists, but that God would capture their hearts. Absolutely. I, I don't mm-hmm. want them to act right. I want them to love God. Mm-hmm. And from there, everything else will, will come, come out of that. Um, it's when you have all these moral, like morality police. No, you do this. This is right. This is wrong. This is, you're a good kid. If you do this, you're a bad kid. If you do this, like all of that judgment that, causes people as soon as they're not around that to be like deuces i'm out mm-hmm. i'm good so good old proverbs 22 6 uh train and, up a child and also let's talk about the difference between a proverb and a promise yes a proverb is uh, is not the same thing as a promise even though it's in the bible these are just wise teachings that's wise, what these are wise teachings that are generally true that are generally true. It's yeah. not, it, this is not a promise from God. If we want to talk about a promise from God where it talks about uh, honor thy father and mother, but in that same passage, it talks about fathers don't, uh, what's aggr- basically aggravate, don't. Is, is the, the word enrage? Is that what it is? Don't even rage. There, your I think kids there is. Some, I think there is one one, one version, version that that's, says that's that. That's the one that hit me. It was like, hey, uh-huh. if you're making your kids do that, then that's on you. That is like, on you. So, yeah. but those that passage is a promise. Honor yes. thy father and mother, and you will have long life. Yeah, you know that that is a promise, and um, because your daddy won't beat you to death. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but that is different from a proverb. So. Proverbs are great. You should read them. You, sh- you can read one uh, one chapter a day of Proverbs most months that have uh, 31 days in them. And it's good because those yeah. are wise teaching that are g- teachings, as you said, that are generally true, but yeah. they are not a promise. So don't right. don't claim that as a promise when it's not one. It's That's exactly right. All right. I've got one more. Okay. Money is the root of all evil. Well, first of all, that is uh, not just taken out of context. That's completely misquoted. Well, I don't know. That's what everybody says. Uh, and and they everybody's quote 1 wrong. First Timothy, Timothy 6.10, money is the root yes. of all evil. No, it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. That is one of those that when I hear it on TV, it frustrates me. I don't know why it frustrates me more yeah. than any other misquote that I hear. But for whatever reason... It does. And I just, I want, sometimes I want to throw something at people because I'm like, guys, no, no, it's not money. It's not the root of all evil. Yeah. It's not what God said. So um, let's, let's talk about this because some people have made financial goals for themselves this year as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's just say that um, money is a tool. That's what it is. That's all it is. Um, The more tools you have, the, the more work that you can do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I heard a, a preacher one time say it this way. Um, you can either love money and use people, or you can 
love people and use money. Oh, but you can't, you can't do both. That's good. Yeah. So if your goal is to make more money, be more financially stable so that you can better love other people and you can use that for others, man, mm-hmm. that that's the right thing to do. But if instead it's, uh, you want to have all the toys, guess what? You're probably not going to, not going to get it. The The Bible talks about who, to, to whom much is given, much is required. Uh-huh. Um, the, the transverse is also, um, true that to whom little is given, little is required. And right. so, uh, what I have found in my life is that God challenges us with little, and once we're shown to be faithful in the requirement of the little, then mm-hmm. he's willing to trust us with a little more, right. and a little more, and a little more, and a little more. And, um, and and that's usually how that works. Not always. Again, that's that's usually true, but not always. Mm-hmm. There have been people who have been super faithful in the very little that they have, and God decides, hey... That's it. That's what you, that's what you get. Um, right. But I do love that idea of money as a tool. You can either love people and use money, or you can love money and use people. But you can't do both. Absolutely, it's good. Absolutely, that is a, that's a good way to live your life. So uh, when I knew that we were going to be doing when we were talking about this episode, yeah. we said, you know who we should ask. You actually, you said, yeah, you wanted to hear. What did what did Pastor what does Pastor Al think? Correct. What are some verses that Pastor Al thinks are misused? Yes. So I asked him, and he was able to give me a couple of them just kind of off the top of his head. I'm sure if we do another one of these episodes, uh, he'll be able he he will be thinking about this now for the next oh, like nice. six months. Yeah. And so every time I see him, he'll be like, Oh, here's another one. Oh, yeah. here's another one. I we, can almost we need guarantee. a Google Notes app. We need Google yeah. Notes for this. <laughs> Absolutely. But he gave me two. He, so he gave me two today. Um, and the first one, what's funny, even funnier, is that I was telling my mom about this. We were on the phone and I told her I was going to ask dad, what are some verses? And she goes, oh, I can tell you one right now. <laughs> yes. And the first, the first one he gave me is the one that she said <laughs> that he was going to say. So, Oh, which, which one was that? It is 1 Corinthians uh, 15, 31. Okay. And this is where Paul is talking about uh, dying daily. Is it, is, it means quiet time, right? Like yes. doing your daily quiet time. Absolutely. That's what it means. Okay. Die daily in your, in your quiet time. Yes. Yeah, because, because <laughs> getting up at four in the morning and reading your Bible is a, is a minor death. That's Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm reading from the New American Standard uh, Bible, and it says, I affirm, brethren, by the boasting in you, which I have in Christ Jesus, our Lord, I die daily. So I think a lot of people kind of assume that he's talking about a spiritual death. Basically, you know, I die spiritually, I die to myself daily, I die to my sin daily, whatever Whatever that means for you, that's what they think he's talking about. But in this passage specifically, if you read it in context, or if you read it in a maybe another version, he's actually talking about facing physical death daily. <laughs> that's what he's talking about in this passage. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so maybe while you should die daily to your uh, 
your sin nature or spiritually you should die daily, however you want to think of it. Um, that's not what Paul was talking about. No, <laughs> so, no. It, he's, I'm sorry. His life is literally threatened on a daily basis. <laughs> on a daily basis. That's probably yeah. not something that you suffer from or that you experience. Yeah, I've seen, so. uh, I've, I've seen where our downloads come from. Not, not, no, 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 <laughs> not our, po- not our pod parishioners. <laughs> We're not no, really prob- threatened. Probably fine. Yeah. Um, so then uh, the other one that dad gave me, uh, which I could have probably, if I had thought for half a second, I would have guessed this one as well for him, is from Romans chapter seven. Are you familiar with this passage? You are. I. You probably yeah. just don't remember. Don't realize that you are. Uh, Romans yeah, I'm not chapter quote seven it for you. I, I, oh, you can't just. I'm. I'm good. I'm not that good. <laughs> Um, so Romans, first of all, my dad and I both love the book of Romans. And so we read it a lot. And Romans chapter seven is the passage where Paul is saying, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am practicing uh, what I would not like to do. I'm not practicing what I would like to do. I'm doing the very thing that I hate. And I think a lot of people take that whole passage and it it goes on. It's it's kind of a a ringet that he goes on for about 10 verses. They take it as a uh, an excuse almost that, well, if Paul is saying this, then if the apostle Paul can't not sin, how am I supposed to not (laughs) sin? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, it's almost uh, permission giving. Absolutely. Yeah. And my dad, he, he started to go off on a rant. He's like, uh, and I'm trying to type as fast as I can while he's talking so I can get sure. all his notes. But he's like, Paul would have never said that. He said he would never have said, I am sold under sin. He dealt with that in chapter six. When he's talking about this, he is talking about before his conversion, before he knew Christ, before he became yeah. a Christian. I'm like, okay, dad, I get it. <laughs> he like mm-hmm. went off on a little mini sermon. So it was fantastic. I love it. There you go. Uh, all right. So that's going to be our, uh, that, that's going to be one of my uh, New Year's resolutions this year is to yeah. try to keep, uh, try to keep the, the, because let me tell you what I hate. It, it drives me more crazy than anything else in the world. Mm-hmm. It is when someone tries to use my faith to manipulate me into doing something the way that they yes. want it done. Mm-hmm. It is probably, and that's one of the reasons why um, when, Christians say you can't be a Christian if you vote this way, uh, mm. or, or I don't see how you can be a person, say that you're a Christian, and then also think these things. And I, we've talked about it. A lot of times I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm speaking into your idolatry of right. of, the fa- of what you're doing. But most of the time, it's just because please don't use my Bible to try to, to manipulate my faith into doing mm-hmm. something the way that you want it done. That's not the way this works. Right. I'm, <clears throat> I'm probably better at it than you. Like I can, <laughs> like I'm, 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 I'm smart true. enough. And I'm also just enough of a smart <laughs> that I'm, I'm probably going to out argue you when it comes to this stuff. So let's just <laughs> not do that. Can we just make the, make the agreement now before we get to, to, October, November. We're just not going to do that. Uh-huh. Can we do that? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would, my only uh, caveat to what you just said is that I would say, I wouldn't say you're just enough of a smart ass. I think you're way more than enough of a smart Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> what, do, what do I know? I'll just say that um, I feel both seen and attacked. So uh, let's get into the beat. Hmm. Seen oh, and attacked. Oh, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! So um, this past year specifically the past two years every time somebody did something wrong Mm -hmm. there was a new uh, buzzword that was given and that was that that person was going to be canceled and this whole thing of canceled culture really came up so this week the uh the babylon b really stepped up their game with uh with this headline airlines insist flights aren't being canceled they're being held accountable (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that wordplay just made me giggle all over uh because we canceled our flights but we're we're actually doing it because we're holding them accountable for uh for mm-hmm. for the way that they're they're acting so there you go i love it oh, no, I love not it. the bees not the bees ah! all right andre what's your not for me Okay, so my not for me is when I am getting ready to to make something to eat. Like, let's say I'm I've got a recipe that I'm going to be making, yeah. and I go to the store to get the ingredients. And as I'm there, I think, okay, well, I've got this at home, and I've got this at home, so I'm fine. And I just get the things that I'm missing. Yeah, and then I come home, and for for example, for example. I was going to make some guacamole today. Oh, love guacamole. Yeah. So I didn't have the guacamoles or tomatoes, but I had jalapenos and I had onion. I'm sorry. Um, you, you didn't have the avocados? Is that what did I say? You said I didn't have the guacamoles and I didn't have the tomatoes. I did not. That's what you said. I did not. <laughs> Rewind the tape. I was going to edit it out. Now I'm definitely leaving it in. No, you're not. Everybody okay. back it up 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I've got another New Year's resolution for you, by the way. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, I did not have the avocados. I did not have tomatoes, but I had onion. I had jalapeno, blah, blah, blah. I get home. I get all the avocados up, you know, cut up in the bowl and the tomatoes cut up in the bowl. And I go to get the onion and I realize it is no longer good. Yeah. And now I don't have onion. And that's just a pain because Here's the thing. Normally when I'm at the store, I'm like, just buy one of everything because you know you'll use it. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Or I'll let it go bad again in my fridge like I did with this onion. Yeah. That, and that happens. So now I have guacamole with no onion. All right. Well, let me, uh, I'll just tell you that uh, my not for me is the flip of that. It <laughs> is, um, <clears throat> I'm not, I don't want to put anybody on blast. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it that way, but I'll just say, um, <laughs> It's when I go grocery shopping, but I didn't look in the fridge to see what we already had. I didn't look on the spice rack to see what we already had. And so I bought Mm -hmm. everything that I need. And that's how I ended up with three bottles of mayonnaise. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. Because I still had three bottles of ginger in my cabinet right now. I understand. That's that's exactly right. So um, just, just way too much of one thing. Um, Uh And then you're like, oh, no, we'll put that in my uh, my my backstock. Right. I got backstock. I got a whole other place where I put the and then I don't check my backstock. So I'm like, oh, I'm running low on mayonnaise. So let me go buy some more mayonnaise. I don't check the backstock. So now I have four jars of mayonnaise. (laughs) 
It's a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> you know what we use mayonnaise for? Like deviled eggs. That's it. Like that's pretty much that's it. That's it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's my not for me this week. All right. That's a show. That's a whole show. But listen, our uh, our thoughts and opinions and New Year's resolutions are not the final word, dear listener. We want to hear your They're thoughts, not. opinions, and resolutions about any of the things that we talked about today. What are your verses, your favorite verses that got misquoted? Tell us. How do they do that? How do they do that? You can let us know by finding us on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on all of the things, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, and just as a reminder for every comment you give us on those, we uh, give money to people. It's a new year. We're going to come up with a new charity, and I really didn't know. A podrishner came up to me and goes, hey, do you guys actually like really do that? Like you say every week that you do, and I'm like, mm-hmm. trust me, I do. Um, yeah. I Hey, guess what? Uh, it's it's a tax write-off. That's what I mean, because this, this thing doesn't make any money. Yeah, this thing doesn't no, make any money. So like This thing only costs us money. <laughs> So we, we use it all as, as part of our <laughs> tax strategies. Right. Absolutely. So but, you could help us by helping grow the show. That's right. You can do tell a friend to listen. If we get enough of you listening, then perhaps we can get some uh, some ads. What's that? What's that called? I don't know. Sponsors. Sponsors. No, listen, if we don't even know what they're called, we don't deserve them. Um, But but listen, it doesn't mean that we don't really, really want some. We want them. (laughs) So so let's let's let... let the let that be your new res, New Year's resolution. I'll be able to talk Absolutely. next week. Uh, let that be your new, your New Year's resolution that you're going to help us grow the show uh, because yeah. uh, we're going to be here every week this year. Every week we are. We've got lots of fun shows lined up, including next week. We're excited. We're, I'm excited. Yes. I'm really excited about it too. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea, and this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs>